Welcome to Come and Reason with Christian psychiatrist and author Dr. Tim Jennings. Together we will reason through complex issues to find evidence-based answers that harmonize scripture, science, and our life experiences. I'm your Come and Reason host, Charles Mills. Most of us were taught at a very young age that if we did something wrong, we were supposed to apologize, make amends, set things right, fess up. Well, is there ever a time when we shouldn't come clean over a wrongdoing? Dr. Jennings is here via Skype to discuss that very question. Dr. Jennings, what do we need to know? Is there ever a time when it is wrong to apologize when wrong is done? Well, the answer to that is clearly no. So let's go ahead and state it affirmatively. If wrong has been done, it is healthy and righteous to apologize and seek to make amends. But the question that's outstanding is, has a wrong actually been done? Mm. It is actually damaging to seek to apologize and make amends when no wrong has been done. When people simply have gotten their feelings hurt or they feel slighted, they feel abused, or they feel unappreciated, or they feel emotionally hurt, and they complain that something that somebody said hurt them, and then people seek to apologize. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 12, the disciples went to Jesus and said the following words. Do you not know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this? In other words, Jesus, what you're saying is offensive to these people. Maybe you should apologize. And so here's when apologizing is wrong. Apologizing is wrong and damaging when it is based upon or colludes with a lie. Hmm. Then it's wrong. So let's give some examples. A husband comes home from work early and berates his wife because she didn't anticipate him and have something for him to eat when he got there. And she apologizes oh, to him. My, my. Or a husband comes home at his normal time and berates his wife because dinner isn't ready. And she apologizes to him. You see, apologies like this are based on the lie that the wife actually did something wrong. Mm -hmm. The allegation from the husband is not based on objective reality of right and wrong. It's based on his own feelings of disappointment, uh, feeling slighted, his own feelings of insecurity, his own feelings of selfishness. Despite her desire, which is righteous, have a desire for peace, that's righteous. If she apologizes to him, though, she colludes with a lie that damages them both. It generates in her false guilt. She feels inadequate. She's frustrated. She's angry. She knows something's not right. Her own judgment is being compromised if she goes along with her bully husband. But simultaneously, she doesn't give her husband honest feedback that allows him to evaluate his misconduct. Instead, her actions of apologizing colludes with the lie and allows him to believe what he did was okay. So it's damaging to both of them. This is the destructive, the cascade that happens across the landscape of all apologies that are based on lies. I have lots more examples if you'd like me to give some more. I do, but Dr. Jennings, before we go, I'd like to ask you one question, and I think I'm probably speaking for a lot of women out there, that when the husband comes in and starts berating you for something that they wanted you to do and you didn't do it, Sometimes you apologize just to shut the guy up so he'll stop complaining at you. Is that still wrong? So somebody comes in complaining that they're in heroin withdrawal or cocaine withdrawal, and you go and buy them some because I just want to shut them up. I'm tired of them complaining. They don't have any. Is that still wrong? Well, that's, that would be wrong. The action to shut somebody up, think of the motive there. The motive was not, I'm going to do this because I understand it's actually healthy. 
Or how about something even more simple? My child is crying because they fell and scraped their knee. I need to put some antiseptic on it. But as I do, they cry more. So I'll let it be infected instead Mm -hmm. because I just want to shut them up. Yeah. The problem is not the person's complaint. If the wife starts defending herself, Dr. Jennings, the wife's, well, I've been too busy. You shouldn't be so demanding on me. And she doesn't apologize. And she starts arguing. Isn't that exacerbating the problem? That is treating the problem with okay. truth. Okay. Truth heals okay. and truth sets free. Right. So you're actually arguing the idea that the problem is resolved by simply bringing an end to the mm. husband's emotional yes. tirade. Yes. Yes. That is yes. not solving the problem. That's okay. colluding with the problem. That's putting fuel on the problem. That will mean it will persist for not just this 20, 30 minute or even two hour confrontation. Right. It will persist for the rest of their marriage. So what really brings it to closure more rapidly? Just silencing this argument or actually standing for truth because it's actually true in love. You don't have to yell, you don't have to be angry. You can actually speak truth by saying, hey, you know something, I can tell that you're frustrated that dinner wasn't ready, but tell me what's going on with you that you would treat me with such hostility and distress. I thought you loved me. Mm-hmm. Make their behavior the focus. But I don't have anything to apologize for. I've done nothing wrong. Here's other examples. Yes. Yeah. A wife criticizes her husband because he speaks in ways that are different than she speaks to people. We're not talking vulgarity here. Okay. And he apologizes to her simply to keep her from criticizing him. Okay. All right. A child cries when a parent says no to their request for candy, and the parent apologizes to the child. A church member is angry at a pastor for a sermon that he said, and the pastor apologizes for hurting their feelings. Mm -hmm. A church member is angry that they or their family member were not selected for a particular office, and the pastor apologizes to them despite knowing full well that they were not qualified for the position. (laughs) Yes, yes. A student is offended by a non-vulgar hat or T-shirt worn by another student or teacher, and the one wearing the hat or T-shirt apologizes. Or worse, a school administration person disciplines the faculty or student who wore the hat. Mm -hmm. And the reason that is actually worse, why it's even more damaging than the apology of the person wearing it, is because they stand in a position and status of a so-called unbiased third party, and their ruling to discipline the innocent party gives validity to the lie and only deepens the false perception of a wrong being committed. This solidifies the false belief that it's wrong to wear a hat that hurts my feelings, even though it's non-vulgar. This solidifies the false belief in the minds of people that it was wrong to do so. Thus, these can become societal norms and spread through society. So what should be done? Let's stay with the hat idea here. The person wears a hat that offends you. What should be your response to the person that is wearing the hat? depends on what the response is. You hurt my feelings wearing that hat. Uh Well, maybe you should learn how to moderate your feelings. Okay, okay. I'm not responsible for your feelings. Or it could open up a discussion. Hey, tell me about what is it about this hat that made your feelings get hurt? There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, it depends on the circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A person or a group cites wrongs, actual wrongs done to their ancestors by your ancestors and claim that you owe apologies Mm -hmm. to them for what your ancestors have done. Mm
let me give you a real world example here. I drive to town every week to go shopping and I go by this house and this guy is proudly flying the Confederate flag in his front yard. Now I go by and I know black people and I've worked with black people and I know what that flag means to black people. And I almost want to go to apologize to the black people for my neighbor flying that flag. If I wanted to go to that neighbor and and tell him, you know, I don't like you have a flag out there, what should he say to me in this case? One, if you go to the black people and apologize for your neighbor flying the flag, yeah. you have just injured everybody. Okay, good, good. Yes. Right? Because because you've just expressed a lie. Yeah. You're yeah. apologizing for something you didn't do. That's true, true. You're identifying with the person who is taking an action that you believe is harmful or injurious. Mm-hmm. Your apology is is fraudulent. It sends a public message that if you are white, that therefore it's righteous for innocent white people to be blamed and held accountable for the actions of other white people. Mm, yes. If you believe that the Confederate flag is offensive, I would say replace the Confederate flag. What would happen if you saw somebody flying a Nazi flag? Nazi flag, yeah, yeah. Okay. Would you feel that you need to drive around and find all the Jewish people in the community and tell them you're sorry he's flying it? What would you think if you saw someone flying a Nazi flag? What would your thought be? I would feel sorry for the person flying that Nazi flag. Well, okay, bingo. There's the truth. See, and this is the lie that, that is being perpetrated upon our society. And this is Bible truth. Jesus taught us from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The good man brings forth good out of the good stored up in him, and the evil man brings forth evil of the evil stored up in him. The person flying the Confederate flag is not actually injuring black people. No, he's not. What he is doing is he's broadcasting, letting known, proclaiming to the community his own mindset, his own attitudes, his own belief systems about something. Mm We may read into that, that he's a racist or that he is a bigot. It's possible, but we don't know until we go talk to him and ask him, why are you flying that Confederate flag? It might be that somebody paid him $10,000 to put it up in his yard for a month and he needed the money to pay his property tax. That's true. That's true. Okay. We don't know why he's flying it. Mm. Uh, we We can read into it and assume, but if he is doing it, then perhaps like the Nazi. But the point is the society has been taught that those flags hurt other people. And those poor other people, they don't have the the strength of character, the, the emotional maturity, the confidence in their own individuality, the godliness of character to look at that and simply realize that's a small-minded person being small. Instead, if that flag flies, I, I'm being crushed. I'm being assaulted. I'm being abused. I'm being I can't fulfill. I can't achieve. I can't live in this society and do anything as long as that flag flies. Do you think about the cruelty, not of the flag, but of the messaging that is going out in our society that fills hearts and minds with such lies that it makes them so enfeeble that they can't even stand up in the face of somebody else's free speech that is offensive free speech, but it has no bearing on who they are. I like that because I think that my response to someone flying a Confederate or a Nazi flag in their yard is for me not 
to fly a Confederate or a Nazi flag in my yard. My witness, my response to that is what I do in my yard. Am I on the right track saying that? Yes. It's wrong to apologize when you've not done anything wrong. And so in our society today, the lie in the society is if, if somebody has done wrong or somebody has not done wrong, but they're offended by your actions, you're wearing a particular political hat, for instance, yeah. and somebody feels offended by it, that you should apologize to them. Absolutely not. They need to learn how to tolerate free speech that they don't agree with and then learn how to present their own case in such a compelling way. This is what Martin Luther King Jr. did. He was so compelling in his oration and his speech and his writing that he convinced and persuaded people. We don't need to have this don't present ideas that differ from mine because they hurt my feelings. So everybody just say what I want to hear. How totally destructive to a healthy society is that. It's just wrong. It's a lie. And many people are buying into that lie. Another one is the idea when an actual wrong has done that the lie is when you apologize for someone else's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I can't apologize for the wrong of another person, even if that other person was my ancestor. And the Bible makes that perfectly clear in Ezekiel chapter 18. You can read the entire thing where God specifically chastises Israel for wanting to hold children accountable for the sins of their ancestors. And he says, this is not going to be this way in our society. It does not operate. Each person is held accountable for their own character and their own decision-making and governance of themselves, not for the decisions of their ancestors. Hmm. Comeandreason.com is the website. Lots of good resources there. Check it out. You can listen to these programs all at comeandreason.com. Dr. Jennings, as always, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Appreciate it. Always enjoy it, Charles. Listener, until next time, this is Charles Mills along with Dr. Tim Jennings wishing you God's presence in your life. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for spending time with us today. To continue the journey, I urge you to visit comeandreason.com. Here you'll find many excellent resources to help you gain a deeper understanding of the God we all love and serve. That's at comeandreason.com. This is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, inviting you to join us the next time we come and reason together. Come and reason.